What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels podcast. I cannot remember the last time all four of us were sharing a digital studio together. I'm here with the full contingent, starting at the top left, uh, if you're on YouTube, and going clockwise. Uh, Terrence. What's up? Micah. I just tempting fate, man, with that opening. <laughs> just tempting fate. <laughs> what's up yes apparent so like we had thunderstorms last week which precluded us from being able to broadcast uh a pod considering that uh both terrence and me well actually terrence was scared he was gonna lose power i did lose power um and apparently in western baltimore county uh there are storms happening again uh so don't be surprised yeah yeah it's it's storming yeah i can can hear it on the roof carrie and or terrence if if either of them drop during the pod um it should not come as a surprise uh, but we would be remiss uh, if if we did not first turn to the man uh, who's been relaxing on his duff for a month. I mean, raising a newborn child. <laughs> Micah is a back. Fresh one. A fresh kid. Now, now here. Now, I have not had two kids. I, I only have the one. Um, but I know that when I had the one that that first uh, those first couple months, like you could you can kind of really do whatever you want because they just lay lay places and sleep a lot they're like cats in that way um <laughs> but my white, but white, white children must be amazing because <laughs> <laughs> uh my son i was just up there for for 90 minutes trying to get him to 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 go to sleep in his bassinet i didn't think i would make the show today that's crazy um, um yeah yeah yeah, he sleeps a lot, but but not when we want him to. Gotcha. Uh, and that's the trick. That's the trick. Well, I I just remember when I had my son, like I was able to sit on on the couch with my feet propped up on the ottoman, and I would have like the big like you know the body pillow across my lap, and he would just be laying vertically in the pillow asleep while I'm playing video games, and that that arrangement worked out very well uh, early on. The best I can do is I can put him in a baby Bjorn or as my wife, uh, who is from Florida calls it a baby Bjorn and, <laughs> and she, and, and I can put him in it and it's like a bouncy chair and I can use my foot to bounce the chair and keep him calm. Uh, I have the strongest Achilles heel, uh, uh, or Achilles tendon in the world because that's what I do. I just bounce him and bounce him. And uh, and I just bounced him while I and I decided um, to play two games. Um, I, I started Resident Evil Eight, and mm-hmm. um, and because you know, uh, big boob goth lady, and um, she's right at the beginning. And uh, once you deal with that, I, I mean, I got what I needed. Um, so. <laughs> truly, 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 the solid snake of Resident Evil bosses for Metal Gear Solid too. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, and her her story is like the first two or three hours, and then that's it. Uh, not even two or three hours. It's like the first hour and a half. Um, so I decided, you know what? Let me go uh, to an old standby, um, and I decided to start from scratch and play Dragon Age Origins. Uh, oh, excuse me, Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, one, because uh, I really like that game. And two, because I did not get a platinum in it. Uh, so I decided, all right, you know what? I'm going to replay this game, get myself psyched for the fourth one, whenever the hell that comes out. 
and I'm going to replay it and I'm going to get a platinum and it's going to be marvelous. Um, I decided that uh, I, I own them for two for both systems, right? The mm-hmm. Xbox and the PlayStation. And if you're going to play that game now and you have a current gen system, I would probably play it on the Xbox because it runs at at a uh, at like 60 at 60 frames. Uh, but I chose to do this canon playthrough on my PlayStation because I like trophies better than achievements. I just, I just do. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I had never played, I had never played the DLC. Really? Um, yeah, I had never played this DLC. So I, I set out to get a platinum and I set out to finish all of the DLC. The DLC is uh, Trespassers, the last one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually really good. It gives you, it gives you um, not closure, but it explains the post-credit sequence in the main game um, where someone kind of turns on you and the end of the Trespasser DLC, which is the final DLC, uh, that person's motivations are explained and uh, it sets you up very, very nicely for Dragon Age 4. So... I like how yeah. you're dancing around the spoiler like we haven't talked about it at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. podcast before so. <laughs> yeah, so it explains so it explains Solus's motivation. And um <clears throat> and I I am satisfied with it. Um it's one of those things where it's like, look, I got to do what I got to do. And you can either be like, but you betrayed me or you can be like, nah, we're going we're going to figure this out. And he's just like, look, you do, you figure whatever out, but like, I'm going to destroy the fucking world because I got to save my people. And, um, and yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Dragon Age 4. I wanted to, I wanted to get this playthrough in because like, I didn't want to wait too close to whenever Mm -hmm. the hell Dragon Age 4 comes out because like this game took an hour, uh, uh, 150 hours to, to complete fully. And I didn't want to burn myself out. But if for some reason you've never played Dragon Age, a a, a game that came out in like 2014, 2015, something like that, mm-hmm. uh, go play it. It's really, really good. So, I mean, this this sounds foreboding because like you mentioned, like you don't want to wait too close till Dragon Age 4 comes out. Um, it hasn't been a good couple of weeks for uh, games with RPGs with Bioware uh, mm. legacy uh, <laughs> behind them. So the big news that happened a couple weeks ago is that the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic PS5 remake that was announced at the Game Wars last year. That was, by the way, did you guys know this was originally slated to come out this year? Like when they first what? announced it, they're like, it's coming out in 2022. And I'm like, that's a lie. That's fake. <laughs> that's fake Wait. news. Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember when they announced this, this was like everyone was on board for this. They were like, fuck yeah, this is like, this is what we have wanted for years was for people to remake this game and now uh uh developer asper aspyr i I, I think it's i think it's aspire is how it's pronounced fuck you (laughs) fuck that a spears remake of kotor has been delayed indefinitely according to a bloomberg report after they have reportedly fired two directors and after another studio was brought in to help work on the project uh, design director and art director were both fired from Aspir after the studio showed a gameplay preview of KOTOR to Lucasfilm and Sony, and the studio head then told the staff that the project was on pause. 
that the gameplay wasn't where it what they wanted it to be. The remake may not arrive now until 2025. Look, I'm ready. Wait, I waited this long for uh, it. I would like the game to be good, but it's not good news. Well, I got I got to tell you, um, there are a few industries where the term delayed indefinitely has like a more serious connotation than in the video game industry because indefinitely oftentimes is like the prelude to like this game is getting canceled kind of stuff like we've seen that before so reportedly um what happened with this whole situation is that the studio developed like a vertical slice of the game um and showed it to playstation and lucas uh executives and they were like really like you know, feeling good about it. And they're like, Oh, we fucking nailed it. This is great. And apparently the reception from the, the people from Sony and LucasArts was not good. Uh, <laughs> they were like, this is not, this is not the product that we were, uh, pretty explicitly bad. Yeah. Yeah. That we're looking to make. And so, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, major, major people on the project were both, uh, let go from the studio. Um, which seems bad. So like my, I, I guess my question is this two questions. Number one, does aspire release this game or does this get moved over to somebody else or just canceled out? Right. And two, if aspire does release this game, are you going to want to play it with a 10 foot pole? Do you think? Um, okay. First off, aspire. Uh, I don't really care what happens to them. Um, <laughs> They have primarily worked on ports before, right? Yes. So, like, they have, they've done uh, Civ ports. They've done other Star Wars related ports like uh, Jedi Knight, uh, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy. Sure. Um, look, I I feel like this is a game that probably needs a creative touch from someone that doesn't like this is a remake this isn't just a port this is a remake so i feel like them giving it to the port patrol was probably (laughs) not the right decision in the first place (laughs) that joke's that joke's gonna be funnier uh, to me and Micah specifically, because now I we're know. just we're just like imagining like <laughs> our director and like some dude goes down a slide and in a weird car. Yeah, I Port I don't Patrol think... is on a roll. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Here's the thing: the Port Patrol is not on a roll. Uh, I I don't think I I just don't think oh, giving sh- them the remake was the right decision because literally all they've done before is ports they've you know cool they've ported Sid Meier's Civilization to Mac and to Nintendo Switch and to give existing games you know the tweaks and the code necessary for them to run on different systems which is you know it's an important job and clearly Aspire is uh I'm 100% in my mind now just reading it as A-S-S-S-P-E-A-R um ass spear ass spear uh ass spear and the port patrol are uh are doing a job that is necessary (laughs) in this industry for sure because like 
you know, the people who develop the games don't necessarily have the time and resources to handle port after port after port for different systems. Um, so I don't know that like the studio is going to fold over this, but I do think that the remake is going to be taken away from them and given to a studio that handles um, like actual game development and not just porting existing titles, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I can't imagine that, um, you know, this is such a, this game is, is, um, uh, you know, a, a classic, right? It's a legendary game, right? It's and, a touchstone um, for not just Star Wars, but for RPGs at large. Yeah, like it put uh, it put Bioware in the mainstream. You know what I mean? Like, like it's um, it, it's too important of a game to to to, to just kind of give to anybody. And look, I don't have a problem giving people a shot, but like maybe not do it maybe not let them remake like a seminal work. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, that's, that's like, Hey, like I can draw. Right. But I'm not going to paint the Mona Lisa. Right. Like, cause I, I, I can't, I can't. Wow. That's pretty fucking high praise for KOTOR. <laughs> I mean, look, you, the way people talk about that game, man, like it, it is, it is people, people compare other games to that game. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's it's up there with like Final Fantasy VII to me in terms of like the love that people show that that game. Uh, I'm not saying it's not deserving, uh, but but uh, damn, I was really interested in seeing how they would do this, right? Like because everyone knows the twist, right? But I was I was curious to see how they would if they would just kind of stick with it. Or if they had something new up their sleeve, I was I was curious to see if there was going to be something different, right? Like like that Final Fantasy VII remake, it's it's way different, not way different, but it is it is it's different enough mm-hmm. to be to be worth its own entry. You know what I mean? So uh, that sucks, but you know, yeah, like you said, Carrie, don't give it to the. Don't give it to the the port patrol. <laughs> Terrence, port port patrol is a reference to be- beloved uh, and and, beloved. and and secret fascist uh, children's cartoon Paw Patrol, which me and Mike are subjected to. Oh, subjected to right. I, have, I have no children, so I have no no clue. What I wasn't y'all talking I about. wasn't explicitly making that reference, but I knew as soon as the phrase exited my mouth that that's what it sounded like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry, you cannot have an alliterative thing with the word patrol in it, and not patrol, imme- and for yeah. parents not to immediately uh, think think about that copaganda television show that our, that our children are, are subjected. I to mean, watch. that's what it is. Wait, would they be yeah. arresting other dogs? No, no, no. The the, the reason it's copaganda is because the one um, the one no, dog the chase are the, are the dogs cops. There's one of them who's a cop. There's yes, one one yeah. Basically, each dog is like I already don't like. Yeah, e- each each dog yeah. is like in a different branch of public service, essentially. But like Chase, you have cop dog, and you have fire. Oh, so the, dog? the cop, the cop is named Chase. Yes, his name <laughs> okay, Chase. You know yep. What? yep. We can go on to the next and he story. and he gets and he gets <laughs> picked. He gets picked for every. He gets picked for every mission because he's a brown noser, uh, and and he sucks. But but he but he kisses up to like the teenage child who is like the leader of their of their group so he always gets to go 
no matter mm-hmm. what no matter what is needed it's always like hey why don't you just you know block traffic off so that we could have the other the other dogs actually do the important work chase and he's like no problem chase is on the case and he will block that traffic for sure <laughs> There's like there's cop dog, <laughs> there's firefighter dog, there's recycling dog, there's construction dog, there's recycling dog. Yep, is the hero we deserve. There's uh, there's like coast guard dog. There's coast there's dog. biplane dog. They have a special they have a special like jungle dog friend who who who's you know is like the like the like the Steve Irwin of dogs essentially that they the what dog. He's like a jungle dog. He's but he's like Steve Irwin. He's like, oh crikey! He's like we, we're sitting in the jungle now. He's like you need my what help for this one mission. He's like so. safari dog. Yeah, exactly. What, what color is he? What color is that dog? I don't even remember. Honestly, mm, okay. <laughs> show sounds racist. Okay. I mean, I mean, look, it's it, it is clear it is clear uh, cop propaganda uh, being uh, being you know sublimated into our children's minds. So <laughs> there's no doubt about that. But you know, it's uh, also. Uh, Wholesome children's television no, entertainment. No, we don't. We don't want. <laughs> but you. But you know what I it grew is. Up, I grew I up watching Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life, and I would not recommend those to children today because those shows are filthy. Yeah, they really were. Good lord. Uh, speaking of filthy, all of you people <laughs> in the Discord. Um, <laughs> Valid. Uh, we, missed, we, uh, we missed your. Uh, we missed the. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the just the just, just fists full of ham. Just fists full of ham, shoving them into this ad break. Go to densepixels.com slash fans uh, for uh, an invitation to our Discord. And when you do, uh, you'll be invited. You can come in. You can talk about all the all the fun stuff. Uh, there was a big fighting game tournament and. Uh, and uh, folks were talking about that in there. Uh, I believe uh, what pr- uh, there's some Premier League stuff coming up. Uh, my my beloved uh, Blues uh, are going to uh, uh, beat up um, uh, Brad's uh, beloved Spurs That's this right. Sunday. Th- th- uh, Pixels Derby Part One this Sunday already. Second match yeah, of the season already. Uh, so yeah, go on there and have a good time. Uh, and when you do, um, then you can go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and then hit the like button and subscribe button and, and, and do all the stuff that other YouTubers tell you to do, um, because it, it helps us out. Uh, 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 it, it's, 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 I got to get back into it again. You know what I mean? Like it was bad before. I know it's bad now. Kind of got to get back. Let's see, is, isn't this your job on TNP as well? Uh, no, we don't do ad breaks on TNP because, because Jay doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about advertising his own product. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, so subscribe to, uh, the TNP studios podcast, wherever you get, all of your podcasts, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Uh, and if that's still not enough, go to densepixels.com slash premium. And for $5 a month or $50 for the year, you get access to all of the other shows that we do, including back episodes of The Airing of Grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Man with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full two-hour-ish kind of episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Look, the uh, the premium is um, 
the full episode of Look Forward is is worth the price of admission, especially, uh, especially this week. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, I can't wait. Yeah, man. I can't. I I am. I'm very much looking forward to uh, all the Schadenfreude that is going to be uh, that is going to be discussed. Uh, you have to promise me to talk about um, uh, uh, Rachel Maddow and her love for Tucker Carlson. Yeah, it was weird. I read I read that Vanity Fair profile <laughs> as well. I mean, I like I said, they they see a different side of each other. So like, it's it's you know, I I understand why she might you know, have that opinion of him. But like at the same time, like, it's very bizarre. Quick aside, my brother, yeah. um, he works for NBC. Uh, but at one point he was doing, um, videography for Fox and he recorded a couple of shows with Tucker Carlson and he's always met him. Uh, he said he wasn't a bad guy, but I'm like, but this was like four years ago. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I've heard I that. Actually. Like I've heard <laughs> that guess. he's not, I've heard that he's very nice. Right. Like, yeah. and that, but like at the same time, Leo, like yeah, it's fine, but like he's dangerous because right. there's like, a bunch like, of more. <laughs> so, right. right. Like, how can you be just like a cool dude? And it's just like, and then in one minute, like, how can you talk to Terrence's brother of all black people? Yeah, and six then, foot three <laughs> Negro. <laughs> and just be like real cool. And then turn right around and have him record you saying, Oh, uh, uh, White people are dying, and it's white genocide. Wait, what? What? It's gross. It's gross. I'm just asking questions. Where are the white people? <laughs> We're so hard to find. What? It's true. <laughs> uh, actually, let's let's spend five minutes. Uh, let's spend five minutes talking about Evo because, uh, regrettably, um, I did not watch a single evo um all weekend and that sucks because i heard that street fighter top eight uh was pretty baller and that maybe they should not do it at 10 o'clock at night on a sunday i don't know mm-hmm. that's just spitballing yeah but they ended um, on one o'clock yeah yeah and like street fighter wasn't even like i didn't get a chance to sit and watch all of sunday uh i tried but uh like you said it's it's west coast time and they start super uh, they they start all these things super late. Everything takes forever, but I did see grand finals of um, of uh, Street Fighter Five, and it was f- it was amazing, dude. Like go back and go back and watch the grand finals. It was, I watched the top eight. It, it was it was awesome. I, I was the rest of the top eight. Uh, that dude Idom. Well, first of yeah. all, when I saw the top eight, I was incredibly racist. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to repeat what I said to my in my brain. <laughs> like, I, I just was because like racist humor is funny to me. I'm sorry. It is. But it was it was two black dudes and like six Asians. It was wild. I'm like, speaking, speaking, of, speaking of having trouble finding white people, go to the go to the right, they street were to be found in the street right. fighter top eight. I was like fucking diversity, but not really because Asians always uh, in the top eight. But yeah, it was it was two black dudes. And I, I think Adam is black. I'm not sure. He might be Puerto Rican. He's from New York. So I don't know. Um. Yeah, it was dope. He had to come from losers. Fine. He had to come from losers and he made his way all the way up to winner to, to grand finals. And he lost in the, the very last round. Yes. Last, last the round. Very of the last, last round that you can possibly have. I'm like, first of all, I was rooting him because he's black or Puerto Rican. I don't know. Again, I have no idea. Um, but he lost. I was so pissed at that nigga. I'm like, yo, come on, dog. You made it all this <laughs> way. <laughs> you made it this far and you lost. 
God damn, dog. Oh, God. It was, it was dope, though. It was, it was super dope. Like, it was good, dope. man. It was really, I don't even really, really fuck good. With Street Fighter Five like that. I uh I just really like watching high level uh high level fighting gameplay. Uh particularly Street Fighter and Tekken. Like I I could watch I could watch high level play of those two games all day every day. Like it's just it's just amazing. Um they had some reveals. Uh Bridget was revealed for Guilty Gear Strive. I didn't even bother with Guilty Gear because mm-hmm. like that was the main event game. And oh, that was after Street Fighter. Clock. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. What the fuck? Yeah, that shit didn't end. Both oh, nights Lord. didn't end until like four in the morning on East Coast time. That's crazy. Uh, Bridget was announced. Uh, uh, they are available right now. Uh, Guilty Gear, uh, you talk about representation. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, Guilty Gear, I think Bridget came out. They they said that Bridget is a trans character and they got a yeah. non-binary character. And and like, you want representation, you, you, you play Guilty Gear. Um, you know, the fact that like Bridget is confirmed trans rather than just like fan rumored for the last 20 fucking years trans is like, you actually <laughs> well, really was, love to see it. And, yeah, Bridget was uh, a twin. Yeah, Bridget was a, Bridget yeah, was a twin, twin that had to dress up as a girl because of the villain right. shit or whatever. Yeah. Look, all I know is that um, if, if you're mad about it, fucking die mad about it. I, th- I already thought she was trans. <laughs> like, I thought she was trans for years. I yeah, know. I mean that's what I'm I saying. Is like I was operating on that under that assumption for literally the last 20 years, and I ain't even right. played Guilty Gear like that. Um, I'm I'm just too. pleased. I'm just pleased that there's uh, there has to be at least a subset of the Guilty Gear community that that news really upsets, and that makes me that warms my heart. Oh it yeah, makes me really oh yeah, that that's the case. <laughs> God, I hope they're crying like, themselves. The, the, the weird part is okay. It's always like before this, it was a boy dressed as a girl. So like. What's the difference? Like, there's a big, there's a huge difference. But to, in I was going to say, there's a massive difference I, I, between I, a man who cross dresses and a trans woman. But like, why would they be mad now? Would be the question that I have. Like, if they if they think that being a man dressing up as a woman is is horrible, why would they be mad that they are now confirmed trans? But they are, I know. But like, their brains are fucking weird. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how that works. It's weird. But whatever. It's dope though. So I might we got uh, new new Tekken uh, uh, seemingly confirmed, but not really because they just showed like an image of Kazuya. And that's about, <laughs> that's about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it was him throwing um, what's his name, his Heihachi. father, off of the yeah Hayahachi off the mountain, and then it flashes to like this gen graphics. So people don't know if it's Tekken Eight. It's or it's Tekken Eight remake. Of it's Tekken Eight. Tekken, Tekken Seven came out seven years ago, which blew my mind when I heard that. Like I was just like, "There's no way it's been that long." But no, it, it actually yeah. legitimately <laughs> has been that long. Um, but yeah, Lace Evo seems cool. I will Fighter. Right? Say again. Street Fighter came out seven years ago, right? Uh six six years ago. It came out in sixteen. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. So so Tekken Seven technically older than Street Fighter Five, which is also. Weird to think. Um, yeah, I am going to check out that grand final because I heard that it was it was pretty dope. Um, and, and like the way people that I heard talk, you know, that talk, that watched it talk about it, they, they talk about it kind of like a torch torch passing moment because it's kind of like the new gen of Street Fighter players kind of came up in this tournament and they had to, you know, get past a lot of the old gen folks like 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 I know I'm literally beat like Daigo. Um, yeah, he beat, his, he beat like way. the top dudes in a yeah. row to get himself <laughs> up to the grand final. It was crazy. I'm like, yo. With Laura, 
She's yeah. good, but like, yeah, she's good, but she ain't like, she ain't like, I'm gonna win this tournament with right. Nora. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she's and she's still not. I'm gonna win this tournament. Good, apparently. <laughs> 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 no, they were down to like one hit. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. I was so pissed. Again, I, was <laughs> I was mad. I was. So shit. God damn it. That's cool. And, and like I said, it, it seemed to have gone off pretty well. Um, with Sony running it, I was just hoping that uh, again, that just have your shit happen in normal time like if that means you got to wake people up early on the west coast and start playing at you know 9 a.m west coast time then fucking do yeah, it Yeah, god forbid, god forbid <laughs> fucking slackers gotta get up at nine o'clock and to, to start playing games and shit everything's like, crosses fucking on, 12 or right, something like that like, yeah right, Wait, no, it's like, yeah yeah because it starts like three o'clock east coast yeah it's fucking crazy I don't, I don't nah yo and then they I'll showed uh, two, they should right, right. Uh, they showed two uh, new new Street Fighter Six characters. One is uh, Yo, Kimberly. She, cool as shit. she, she cool. does, and it's <laughs> it. If uh, I, I, she's a ninja character though. Yo, like I can't, I, I, I can't really fuck with ninja characters because uh, I'm too stupid to play them. Um, <laughs> but bad. she's a ninja character. She's she's a ninja character, and that's and she looks dope. Uh, and then you know everybody's like, everybody's like psycho waifu. Uh, Street Fighter Psycho Waifu. Um, yeah, Quentin uh, Jury. favorite character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they and uh, look, they they knew what they were doing, right? They there's a there's way too many foot shots gross. for, for Jury. Gross. Get the. <laughs> there's way get too like foot. she she picks you up with her feet right before she fucking kicks you in the face. Like all right, all right, yo, all right, all right, calm down. And, like everyone has been saying for years, please step on me. And Capcom is like, all right, we got sure. you, we yeah. got you, got got it covered. Listen, I'm I'm not I'm not here to king shame, but I I just find feet disgusting and <laughs> want and want nothing to do with them. If you, if you, if you like them, then that's uh, bully for you. But uh, no, thank you. Oh, and there's a, a Garo uh, Market of Wolves two coming out sometime in the near in in the future. I'm not gonna say near future, yeah, but in the yeah, future. Yeah. <laughs> They just said it was greenlit. That meant they got permission to make it. So, Carrie, you've been playing a game that uh, has kind of missed our little show, um, yeah. even though it's it's critically claimed. I have played like two hours of this, and I just could not get into it. Um, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on The Outer Wilds. Yeah, so I have played, according to Steam, 2.8 hours, and I'm trying really hard to get into it because, one, like, my, my orchestra is doing uh, an all-indies-themed season this fall. So we actually have this really lovely Outer Wilds medley on on the program, um, and it was on sale on Humble, so it was like $12 or something like that, maybe not even that much. And, um, and I was like, fuck it, you know, I'll play it. I have some close friends who, um, really, really liked this game. Um, and I'm still, I still sort of feel like I'm just flailing around in space and I'm not, it hasn't really 100% clicked for me yet. Um, the guitarist in my band, Kyle has judged me very harshly for saying that I'm not super enjoying it and has said that he will help guide me through this process until it sort of clicks. So maybe, maybe it'll click. Uh, I trust his taste, generally speaking. So if, um, if it ends up clicking, that's great. It's not like I'm having a bad time. I just feel like I still, like I'm three hours in and I still don't really fucking know what I'm doing. Um, and so I don't, I don't love that. There's some like 
there's some points of interest and some weird things have happened. Um, I've been harassed by a rock. I have been, um, I, I, there's a moon that exists in a quantum state. So that's fun. That's weird. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff going on and I haven't, it, it feels like I'm surrounded by teeny tiny little hooks and like none of them have necessarily caught me 100% yet. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep giving it a go here and there. Um, outside of that, I literally just finished downloading just now the first title update for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which, uh, as detailed today in the Capcom online event for it is introducing Lucent Nargakuga, who last appeared in Monster Hunter Try. Um, so that's like nine years ago. So that's fun. Uh, also adding Seething Basil Goose, uh, and then Gold and Silver Rathian. Um, they're adding investigations, which is pretty cool. There's just a, a lot of interesting stuff that's being dumped all in this big title update. So literally as soon as we are done recording this podcast, I will be playing monster hunter for the rest of the night. <laughs> I feel like you could roll on like a fantasy RPG Oracle of names and just make up monster names. And I would just nod my head because <laughs> it just sounds completely, completely plausible. Um, Nintendo keeps trying to get me to buy that fucking game, by the way, because they keep this to like half off constantly. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's such a good deal. But I, I feel like that I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. So the way that I I have uh, bullied people into playing Monster Hunter with me is I will simply buy them a copy on Steam when Mm -hmm. it's on sale and be like, now you have to play with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very, very passive aggressive move. Instead, I panic bought uh, Call of the Lamb and down and pre downloaded that onto my switch, which I heard is going to be probably good. So I'm looking forward to Thursday when I can play it. Be very fun. Um, So we finally got. to get a, the first like real concrete information uh, about GTA six uh, from rockstar, which is obviously in development right now. And they are saying that the game is probably not going to come out for at least another two years. Uh, and the reason that it's not going to come out for two years is because, and this shocked me, uh, they actually want to treat their development staff uh, like human beings instead of, like, you know, mules that, <laughs> that they're driving to create this game working, you know, 14 hours a day uh, for extended periods of time. I ain't Good. buying it. I ain't buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying it. They're just that giving themselves a long, they're giving themselves a long lead time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to, you know, they're going to roll around in their GTA 5 money. And then, you know, a year and a half from now, they're like, Oh shit, we said this is coming out and then they're going to delay it and then they're going to cram uh and then they're going to rush to to get it. I ain't buying I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. I I work for government, okay? <laughs> I know I know when you got a long lead time, you just sit on your ass until like a week <laughs> before it's due and then you fucking do it. Like I, I nah. I I mm-mm. they they say that it's been in development um since 2014 in some capacity. So they've been working on it for quite some time. What? I mean, that, that can mean anything like, 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 like like someone could have sketched a storyboard in 2014. They're like development started on GTA six. We're doing it. Right. But like, Hey, what do we call this new GTA? Let's call it GTA six in development. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, They also said that uh, it, it, 
looks like it's going to be at least starting in uh, Vice City. Um, and it's going to cover reportedly um, large swaths of North and South America. So I wonder if you'll be able to like go to, you know, take, take a take a fast boat down to a fake South American country and do that. Uh, also, you'll be able to play as a woman uh, for the first time uh, since the original Grand Theft Auto. Uh, they said that the female character will be part of a uh, Bonnie and Clyde style duo, and she will be uh, Latina, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they also said that they're going to be, and this is what set off set off the internet, uh, that the humor in the game is going to pull back a little bit, um, just so that they can avoid jokes where they're punching down on marginalized groups of people. And so the immediate response from a section of the internet is, oh, no, GTA is going woke. Go woke. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I don't know if they... You're telling me that, that, that you have to play as a, as, a, as a woman with pronouns and that, and, and that we're not allowed to, to use slurs anymore? Oh, my gosh. They're not going to make jokes about... <laughs> about like trans people and they're not going to make like you know pseudo racist jokes anymore what is this game even going to be how can how- i mean i find it a little fucked up that the first female character in a fucking rockstar game is going to be a latina criminal i mean <sighs> every, every character in those games a criminal everyone's a criminal <laughs> but like they couldn't they couldn't make it like a, a white woman i mean I don't, I don't but but like who would want to play it then right <laughs> Like, uh, what you gonna do? Call, get on your phone and 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 call the police. <laughs> that ain't right, fun. Be a very different character in that game. <laughs> that ain't fun, man. Nah, I'm. I, I've, I, I've am, won I am. I am blown away that it's taken them this long to have another female playable character. Oh, I'm not. Like, it's Rockstar. Come on. Like, low. Have you seen like, their other game? Yeah, that's the like lowest, I mean, lowest I, common I denominator. Yeah, literally like a frat boy, uh, like a frat house. I, I really thought, I thought that, like, there was a female playable character in, like, one of the handheld spinoffs, but apparently, no, I imagined that. Let, let me, um, let me tell you something. I, I don't know that I'd want to see a rock star female protagonist in the pre Me Too era. That would, terrify me as to as to the as to the the depths yeah, right. they they would plumb uh with with such a character <laughs> i can't wait to be able to play this character i can't wait for the discourse around this character um because there's gonna be a lot terrence literally just literally, started it it's literally <laughs> gonna be all over the place right from the fact that she's latina and she's a criminal to the fact that well, women shouldn't be doing this, and well, women can do anything they want. And, well, what are we teaching our girls? Uh, you know the you know the eight year olds that are buying grand theft. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man, I can't I can't wait to 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 just just wallow in the in the Schadenfreude that is that this character is going to uh, that this character is going to uh, be a part of. Don't let oh I man look this game plays in stereotypes. Whoo! I I want her I want her main weapons. I want her main weapons to be a knife and a lighter. That's it. That's all she needs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. I can't like a knife she never gets rid of. 
Right. That you can't lose. Instead of a I'm, instead I'm, of a I fist. Yeah. Instead of a fist, she don't have an unarmed weapon. Her unarmed weapon is her knife. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a mess. I can't wait. It's gonna. They're be, not gonna. They're be not gonna be able to. They're, they're going to get smashed by it by several groups. Right. But it's still gonna sell it, like a twenty million copies in like one week. Yeah, that's it. It's, like, it's still gonna make like it's still gonna make like two billion dollars yeah. the first week that it's out, probably. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. Very good. Again, I'm I'm happy that they are you know, you know, it took it took Rockstar Studios the better part of three decades, but they're finally they finally seem to be growing up and not uh not realizing that you don't have to punch down, unlike Dave Chappelle, for example, who still continues to, you know, punch down with his humor. <laughs> because himself the victim for some reason, which yeah. is bizarre. It's weird. It's funny it's how that sixty works. million dollar victim. Okay. <laughs> And and here's yeah, why you can't give any quarter um, to these dummies on in certain areas of the internet because the folks at Bungie and by the folks at Bungie I mean like the devs are having are having a real tough time right now. Um, they've announced in recent weeks that they are going to be pulling back from their community um, in places like Reddit and Twitter and things of that nature, and that's because certain very small sections of their community are being fucking assholes. Uh, to them, uh, okay. beyond assholes, being complete fucking lunatic. Oh yes, so like many many. I'm Bungie... an asshole. These guys are <laughs> psychopaths. So many many Bungie developers got doxxed and death threats. Um, after they uh, collaborated with an African American streamer, um, why I couldn't fucking tell you, uh, which is insane. You want me to tell you? Oh sure, okay. go for it. Racist. Well, no, I guess yes, obvi- obviously that's why. But I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't know, like, why also, like, they decided to partner with the black streamer. So it's just like, oh, like, Bungie has gone too far this time. Woke, woke. <laughs> Boy, Bill Burr was fucking. Bill Burr hit it right on the nail on the head, man. Like, oh like we introduced that word into the lexicon, and just, what, what was that? Woke. <laughs> I want to say it. it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Man. So they apparently also were sending like pizzas to Bungie's Bungie employees' houses, meaning like they know where your addresses are, basically, which is kind of insane. Um, they were, you know, har- they were harassing folks. Like I think there was one guy that, especially, is crazy that I think they filed charges against, who basically like I think took a picture on and and posted on Twitter like oh like this you know this one bungee developer moved into my neighborhood so now I you know I now I can go see him all the time and this side of the other thing like like there's some crazy fucking shit going on with again a very small isolated section of the Destiny community and I don't understand like aside from the racism where this is coming from cuz it like it's not just this collaboration with the streamer like this has been building for several weeks and Destiny has like developed this very like lunatic fringe section of their fan base. And I just, I don't understand where it's coming from. Like, I just don't understand like what spurred this on. Like you don't see this in, or or at least it's not publicized in like the call of duty community or the overwatch community or, or things like that. Like it's, I've never seen this level of very public um, in like just psycho, like psycho stalker behavior outside of this and i just i don't get where it's coming from um i think um i think it's just 
you know, the, the world that we live in, right. Where we have, uh, we stopped shaming people for, for being like this, uh, because, you know, everybody's like, well, it's not right to bully people and stuff like that. Okay. But like the bullies don't care. Right. Like I, because I think we've stopped shaming people for being bigots and racists and xenophobes and homophobes. And, and I think we honestly need to start shaming people again. Well, how can I you think shame we, someone that's, Shameless, anonymous, or shameless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah, and, and, and that's that's the other thing. Online, like that's the other thing. The anonymity. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is maybe we should fight fire with fire. How about that? I said it. How about you, Doc? Yeah, I, I agree. I. Uh, they don't know what it feels like to be punched in the face. They don't. It's true. Like you said, that, 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 that is the I truth. Do. It hurts. Yeah, that's that, 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 that of, of all the uh, of all the theories that Jay has, I think that's the one that holds the most water. Is that everyone needs yeah. to be punched in the face at least once, and you can immediately tell the people that haven't. Like getting one fight, and you might rethink your shit. But then again, if you if you're sitting behind a fucking computer screen, no one can get to you. Yeah, it's 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 disgusting. Like <laughs> cyberbullying, people. A lot of old folks be like, "Oh, cyberbullying is nothing." But like, you know, these niggas are doxing people. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. Death threats you know. and shit like that. Oh, that's crazy. You know? Gone are the days of giving giving people wet willies and shit, right? <laughs> yeah, like that ain't <laughs> the type of bullying <laughs> that happens anymore, right? Like remember, remember when the phone SWAT team to your house? Remember when the phone companies yeah, used to dox all of us all the time in the white pages? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Like I don't it. know, it's fucked up. It's insane. Like I, I would just shut the fucking service down for a week. I don't. I mean, they that would make it worse. You have more. You have more people. Look, I'd be like, "Yo, come to my house. I dare you. I dare you." I, th- I think. <laughs> like, I think another. I think another part of it, and and maybe this is why Bungie in in particular gets targeted for this stuff is they they have gone out of their way to be outwardly inclusive or at least try to be um in their community and in the games as much as possible like again bungie was the company famously like when jim ryan like was talking about his cats and shit that were just like yeah no fuck y'all like 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 abortion abortion's a right and if you don't if you don't like it fuck you like like they like they're dunking on right wingers uh on twitter from like from the verified account and so maybe that's why they're getting a little bit more scorn uh than most folks are because they're they're willing to you know put put their values alongside their company which I wish more developers would do, especially because again, there's not uh, the, 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 the only benefit to not having a very diverse workforce in the gaming industry is that there's not a real diversity of thought either. I don't feel like, I feel like the game industry tends to trend very liberal, um, which is fine by me. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of conservatives out there who don't care for that, but fuck those guys. I don't really care. So, <laughs> Yeah, man. I, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If uh, if you're a bigot, don't play like space games, because like, <laughs> like that's like the whole point of like, like but we've like that's the whole point of Star Trek, right? Like it's we've it's we've most, gone beyond. That. It's most like I I I'm trying to think of like a science fiction like big property with like a vast like universe that isn't like post racial, and that's just because we transfer the bigotry to aliens. Like, like right. that's I was all, about to say, even, even, even Starship Troopers, which right. was just fucking Nazi propaganda, 
Like, even they had a diverse, well... Did yeah. they? Not the cast. But <laughs> I, I, ideally, their their idea was, oh, hey, let's all be like, let's all come together and fuck these people, these fucking bugs, right? Who aren't doing anything. Let's just... But even that, like, like, come on, man. Like, I just... Like, that's the whole point of the future, man. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of it. That's right. Find, get find, that. find aliens and we can all hate them collectively as a society. That way we can get past our own shit. Yeah. That's the key. Look at look at Mass Effect. The Turians hated the humans. And right? vice versa. A lot, 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 right. lot, of, lot of humans still harbor anti-Turian uh, sentiment. Yeah. Like uh, like my bae. Fucking Ashley, the, the fucking racist. And and nobody likes what what are the I can't remember the like the 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 pointy teeth race I can't remember what they're called. Nobody like uh, nobody likes Orcha? them. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Nobody likes those guys. I mean they're ugly. That's true. <laughs> nobody likes ugly people. <laughs> and then again, it, 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 and again, it took it took uh, a bigger a bigger threat to unite the galaxy. Uh, like like exactly. make, make them forget their differences and and, exactly. and come together against one unified threat. That's the key. We just need to keep finding uh, more things to to hate on. So. Ozymandias Ozymandias had it right. <laughs> just bring in a fucking Cthulhu, <laughs> and 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 we'll all be okay until like next year. <laughs> we can all start hating each other again. Uh, speaking of hating things, go to Amazon.com slash Amazon. When you, uh, right. when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases, uh, you will be, uh, you can, you get what you want, uh, and you don't pay anything extra and you help us out. Now let's see, pick up where we left off. Um, my wife wants a rowing machine. So you can mm. get the Yosuda magnetic rowing machine. Um, Y'all got room foldable. for a rowing machine? Uh, I mean, they fold. You know, they fold. Yeah, but you're uh, not gonna you're not gonna want to do it every time. Like I I, I don't <laughs> I don't fold that out. I don't fold mine up anymore. It just it just sits open in the basement. So. Oh well, well that's her problem. <laughs> uh, you can go to deathcruises.com slash Amazon and get yourself a nice rowing machine. For three hundred sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, do it because the more you buy, the more we, uh, the more the bigger finder's fee we get. That's true. Uh, At densepixels.com slash Amazon. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get at this one though, because like that's three seventy. I got three seventy right now. (laughs) (laughs) We uh. We we've talked on this show many times before how the uh, mainly Japanese executives over at the Square Enix Corporation um, have been a bit misguided about their treatment of uh, Western game studios. Mm -hmm. And they decided to finally sell them off uh, for a song, Um, of course, as we talked about earlier this year. And turns out that uh, all that speculative uh, thought that we had about the executives Pretty much was bang on the money. Um, it they 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 let loose in a uh, like in an earnings call um, last week that they wanted to offload their Western studios because they feared that those studios were cannibalizing sales from the Japanese developed Square Enix games, and so well, selling them off could improve capital efficiency. 
Yeah, I mean, I I feel like the the way that they're that this has been described as cannibalizing sales is is not not one hundred percent accurate in terms of financial terms, but basically they um they they were like we got to get rid of these studios because uh we again as as Brad just said to improve capital efficiency, which is to make more money relative to what the company spends. Mm-hmm. Which makes overall more net profit. Um, I don't think they were trying to argue like, oh, people are buying Avengers or people are <laughs> buying fucking Hitman, and that's why they're not buying Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. I don't think that was the that was the argument anyone was trying to make here. Um, but they were basically just like we we got to get rid of this because we're spending so much money on on these things um and this is not where our strengths are which i think is fair because it wasn't where square enix's strengths are it's an interesting take from a company who at this point in the game is basically printing money now with final yeah. fantasy 14 <laughs> like i feel like they have a little bit more flexibility on their revenue stream um to be able to play fast and loose a little bit with some maybe less successful games um, that are coming out. Yeah, I mean, you you do look at the sort of stretch of releases that um, that Eidos and Crystal Dynamics had, which was like Marvel's Avengers, which is not a good game, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which got sort of off to a weak start, and uh, Just Cause Four, which didn't do so super hot for them and whatnot. So I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play it. So I mean, I, I'm sure from their perspective, they look at all these Western games that they were spending capital on, and they're like, you know what? We don't need to spend our money on these games. Someone else can handle this shit. Maybe they can do it better. Um, but yeah, I, I the way that this story has been reported mm-hmm. is, I feel like very inaccurate to what was like actually being argued by them on that call, which was them being like. We don't need to spend our money on these games. These games, like, sure, established franchises and whatnot, cool, great, but, like, someone else can do that. We're going to focus focus down on our strengths as a developer and publisher, and these IPs will go to someone else to spend their money on because we're not interested in spending our money on it anymore. Carrie, that, that was a very nuanced and... Uh intelligent take and i think you're probably correct now allow the cynic in me to <laughs> i come, i will you know, let, let me forefront. let me reiterate that i was a financial reporter for yes. a brief period of time this is uh this is absolutely just cover for the fact that they sold these studios to make their books look better for a potential acquisition right like that that has to be what this is <laughs> i mean I, I find it difficult to disagree. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. Yeah. I mean, didn't Capcom do this in the um, mid to late uh, 2000s? I think I think Capcom they had, a, they had a they had they had a bunch of American developers or Western mm. developers make a bunch of garbage, and that was like the worst time. That between twenty. 2005 between 2005 and 2000 yeah when like lost 16? like when like lost planet was coming out yeah and, all and that shit, other shit like came that. Out. when I, did it I, come back it was which game brought them back what came out first 
Um, I guess it would have been no. It was um, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, but see that that's like, that that's the, the game that started them back on on the trend. But I yeah. think that they were in a lot more of a precarious financial position than Square was. Like, yeah, they I, were almost. Yeah, I think I think cutting those studios <laughs> for them had to be was was more of like a to stay a, stay afloat <laughs> in, in Japan right. kind of thing. Like we had to we had to cut this dead weight off. Square, I think, just never. I I don't think they gave. Too much of a fair shake to a lot of these games. Like, like the I remember the 2013 Tomb Raider was met with such positive reviews and such positive reception. And then they did the stupid thing when Rise came out and made it an Xbox exclusive for a year, which I feel like was a completely dumb move on their part and and just a way to to make a quick buck as opposed to you know, build, you know, marketing the game strongly on both platforms. And because Rise stumbled, that's why Shadow stumbled. Like, like by by all accounts, those two games were perfect. Yeah, they're fine. all good games. Yeah. They're all of them are good. So, but like I like I think you fuck yourself by putting out the second one in in a, in a console on, on the wrong console to boot. Like <laughs> like when that came out, like Xbox was still the down yeah. console in that generation. Um and again, like they with games like Deus Ex, which were critically well received um i don't remember them doing a whole lot of like marketing around that and really and really pushing that out to really get the awareness out there um for games like that so i think that they i think they kind of should own that a little bit more which is fine um also did, so like you know idos crystal dynamics like those all went to uh the embracer group um I don't know if you guys saw that uh that that Koch Cook Koch or Cock Media uh changed their name to Play On, uh, which is spelled P-L-A-I-O-N. Uh oh, because fucking... people people couldn't pronounce cock or koch or koch or or cock correctly. So they, they wanted to give it a more uh like like a punny name to 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 you know make it easier on Puns aren't funny. So play puns are funny. <laughs> They're not so play on. Yes, but I'm I'm fine with everyone calling it ply on. Aspir, which is how it's how it's spelled. So, (laughs) (laughs) so so those guys are are in it. Um, I am trying to open Discord right now so that we can do the dense pixels post office. I'm just going to do it on my phone because my I got PC. you Oh, fantastic. I got it. Carrie, Carrie's here. Say they just reminder. Uh, if you're not in our discord, you can go to densepixels.com slash fans join today so that you can ask us fine and insightful questions every week. Just yes. like this one, just like this one from rogue G who asked if you were tasked with remaking a disappointing game for current audiences, which game would you remake and how? Alpha Protocol, but make it good. Oh, that's a great <laughs> answer. That's a like really that good answer. Yeah, that game was not like that game had some really good ideas and just had like just kind of in a really cool like setting and concept, just like a, a mediocre execution yeah 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 uh every game from obsidian that's not named fallout new vegas or the outer worlds (laughs) or early obsidian i thought outer Outer worlds was a little disappointing honestly i mean i didn't finish it I mean, I didn't finish it so look uh, outer worlds was something that i um 
I uh, I played through. I enjoyed. I think there was DLC for it. I never played it. Um, yeah, I I don't know that I would remake Outer Worlds though. Um, I don't know as far as like something that was hyped up and then sort of disappointing. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm truly drawing a blank here. Uh, Rogue G also Gold, says, Golden Sun, Dark Dawn. There you go. That nah, <laughs> well, I just want that to have a proper ending so that I can sit on its disappointing sales numbers and feel fine about how the series ended. Um, Rogue G also says, also, I kind of just want to hear Brad dump on Ferrari for a second, considering they completely handed a WDC to Ver. Uh-oh. I lost Carrie. <laughs> Carrie fit- you. Fit, re, re, read that question again. I had to bring oh Terrence back in. So. <laughs> I don't understand this bullshit. <clears throat> kind of just want to hear Brad dump on Ferrari for a second, considering they completely handed a WDC to Verstappen. Is that how you say that? And Red Bull and my soon give up, may soon give up second place to Mercedes. Yeah, it's so this F1 season has been insane because Ferrari has arguably had the best car, uh, but they have been punished by reliability issues and just by weird things happening uh, with their drivers, not being able, like, like messing up at crucial moments. Like they, they've literally given away at least three grand prix victories. Charles, Charles Leclerc has um, this year and turned them into DNFs that went as, you know, points that Red Bull is getting to the point where we're at the F1 summer break. There's 10 races left in the season and Verstappen would have to fuck up colossally to not win the championship and same for Red Bull to not win the constructors championship. And at this point, like Mercedes is twice as close to Ferrari for second place as Ferrari is to Red Bull for first. So that's been kind of crazy. So like the second half of the season is literally going to be um, can Mercedes overtake Ferrari and they fucking might because they, <laughs> because they are doing very well right now. And Ferrari is their own worst enemy. Uh, there, there's a meme that goes around every time Ferrari fucks up where it's just like, you know, <laughs> like like Fred is Ferrari, like pulling the the mask off the ghost at the end of Scooby Doo. It's like let's see who really caused all this trouble, and it's just Ferrari <laughs> under underneath the mask. So, uh, but uh, but aside from that, pretty fun season so far, uh, and and there's been some drama in the driver market, which I'm not going to get into uh, with you guys. Um, but it's been a very spicy uh, summer break so far in Formula One, which has been a lot of fun. Cam says SummerSlam was pretty fun and so was Raw. And there are even rumors that fully scripted promos and matches are on their way out. Do you think the good times will continue or is CM Punk likely right that we shouldn't expect much continued change while Vince is alive? Um, I've, I've heard reports that, um, that Vince McMahon is like they they're doing their best to keep him away from this um uh, you can tell <laughs> yeah like the, the, like the i don't know when cam wrote this but um, uh this was uh a week okay. ago today so okay yeah like there's been a raw after he wrote this and like nah yo like like first of all like you wouldn't you wouldn't have Bobby Lashley versus Tommaso Ciampa and it be a competitive match if Vince McMahon was involved, right? Like, like Bobby Lashley would literally just step on Champa and and uh, get the one, two, three, uh, very quickly. You wouldn't see these people coming back, right? You wouldn't see Dexter Loomis coming back and and um, 
and Dakota Kai and Eo, Eo Sky, I think is her name now. So no, I um I I think that, you know, CM Punk has his issues. But I think uh I think that Vince is out. And I think he's out um for good. I, I think uh, I think it's very appropriate that Bret Hart is one of CM Punk's idols because he is turning into Bret Hart 2.0 in terms of yeah, being a curmudgeonly man. old man as as, <laughs> yeah, as, as yeah, he yeah, ages. So. Yeah, like it's not it's it's, it's <clears throat> not cute, yo. It's not cute. Like it's not it's 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 and, and it's again, better. like he he in particular, it's not like he has any more love for the guy that he calls uh, Vince's doofus son-in-law. Like probably <laughs> well, still exactly. to this day. So <laughs> exactly, I would I would not like go to him. I would not go to Phil Brooks for my uh, WWE hot takes uh, in in the year twenty twenty two. Sorry, Cam also says. Secondly, Carrie, if you need any help in this trying time of watching a generational young talent, leave your baseball team. The We Still Meet Miss Mookie Society meets every other Wednesday on Zoom. You have to bring your own punch. In I can't yes. believe the Nationals traded Juan Soto. Are you fucking kidding me? And and Josh Bell. But yeah. yeah I mean, and, and on the plus side, at least they got reportedly like an excellent haul. For <sighs> so it like it doesn't matter. Because Juan Soto is a proven talent, and some of these guys are lottery tickets. Yeah, but what if? But what if he? Ne- it's never what going if he to make resign? up for it. I'm never. I'm ne- I don't fucking care. They had him locked down for at least another two years. You have enough time to get new ownership in there and to pitch him on being the center of this team for the next ten years. The the fucking fifteen year contract that they offered him. That he turned down for completely obvious reasons. I can't imagine being 22 years old and being like, yeah, I'm going to spend what seems like the rest of my life playing for this one team in this one city. That seems insane. I am so fucking mad at the Washington Nationals. (laughs) And meanwhile... Uh, The Uh, Orioles have been a fucking delight to watch this Yo, they've been so much fun. (laughs) I am... Here's like... For... Uh, uh, a family called the learners they sure never fucking do um i am <laughs> i am i am at my limit with this team right now it's like they won the world series and the goodwill that i have given them for the last two and a half years since they have done that has officially run dry because i don't know who anyone on this team is anymore ryan zimmerman retired they traded away everybody else who was on the the uh world series team uh steven strasberg has made a total of eight starts since winning the world series and he's back on the on the il my other favorite fucking guy, Sean Doolittle. I don't even care if he plays well. He's just a fun guy, and I like him as a person. He's on the IL. Who's on this team anymore? I don't fucking know, and I'm not going to find out because I am no longer watching Nationals baseball. I will go to an occasional Orioles game, drink a few Natty Bows, and wish that everything was better. How do you I, look, I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That right. I managed. You can get, you, can, uh, you can get a blood clot in your feet. Oh, standing around stop it, Micah! 
<laughs> or like you said, you can you can throw an elbow, you can tear an ACL, you can you know hurt your back and all sorts of stuff. You have a pitcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What yes, about the rest of these niggas? <laughs> same, same shit. There's the, Terrence. There's been some gnarly baseball injuries over the years. Yeah. How many? How many outfielders get injured? I mean, if they're sliding to home plate against yeah, the catcher well, with like protective gear, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> sliding, well, sliding trying fault. to catch something in the outfield. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's. It's it's funny. It's 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 always like scary in the aftermath, but in the immediate moment, it's always funny when an outfielder is running full bore to catch a fly ball and doesn't realize he's as close to the wall as he is, and oh, he yeah, just smacks and just into the wall, directly into <laughs> <it>. <laughs> running at full speed. Oh yeah. So I uh, I do appreciate you using the term correctly, full bore. Yeah. Uh, and, not, uh, <laughs> and not what Jay does. Exactly. Full board. <laughs> Full board is a type of breakfast. Okay, Jay, you're not gonna listen to this. Is that is that like, like is that, that like the breakfast with like the the baked beans and like the blood sausage right. and I shit think like so, that? But yeah, full board. <laughs> it, it pisses me off to no end because I'm like, yo, this dude just doesn't know words. Like he and he's got so much confidence, yo. Like you could get through life pretty fucking easily if you just say something with enough authority. Real, real, real quick. Voice, but if you say oh something with enough authority, you can have people thinking that full board means going full steam ahead. What, uh, at, real, real quick, what is, what is your, what is your most, uh, pedantic, annoying, um, voc- like, like, uh, English language quirk? My, mine is when people use the word assume when they actually mean presume. That, that's the one that gets me all the time. Oh, that's really um, fucking pedantic. <laughs> that's that's uh, really fucking pedantic, dude. Irregardless. I was going <laughs> to say irregardless. Irregardless is probably mine. Irregardless. It's not a fucking word. It, it's, it doesn't. It is already without regard. Like, yes. You don't, you don't to, <laughs> ir, irregardless would almost mean with regard because you're, right. you're no a longer negative. being regardless. <laughs> I'm trying to y'all took y'all took the ones I hate. Um <laughs> the full board is, is funny. Every time he says I'm like, I don't think that's he right. used to but say okay. he used to say, he used to think that penultimate meant ultimate. That's another one. Oh right? yeah. That's another oh, one that really gets on my nerves, man. Here's he here's doesn't do it anymore, me. but yo, whenever someone says first annual. <laughs> there's no such thing as a first annual anything nothing is annual until it has happened two years in a row that's what annual means now, now you're doing something granted. for the first time it means you have to use the word inaugural for the first time inaugural first annual is not a thing that's not a real it cannot something cannot be annual for the first time until it is for the second year it isn't. It, there's a couple words, but I'm going to go with a phrase. Um, when someone says, "I found it in the last place I looked," <laughs> it, 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 it makes me very angry because I'm like, "Why the fuck would you keep looking for it? If you found it. Like, it doesn't make sense." But that that one pisses me off. So. That's it. All that, right. that was fun. We, we somehow <laughs> still have you get other every, things. You get everything with this show. You get everything with this show. <laughs> Uh, Brendan VM says, "Who's your favorite coworker, and why is it him?" Yeah, shout out to Brendan. He's but not my favorite coworker. He's my, he's he's a, he's a coworker of mine. Okay, no. my favorite coworker is uh, is in Michigan, and that sucks because I wish he was on the team in Maryland because he's the kind of guy who I would hang out with. 
but he's in fucking Michigan. Casa asks, what's the wildest use of somebody's likeness in a video game that comes to mind? Personally, seeing Gene Reno fight demons with an energy flail in Onimusha 3 was surreal as hell. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Mr. Mambo number five, Lou Bega, showing up in the Tropico series. <laughs> uh, how about any video game that Vin Diesel is in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's ne- it's never normal to see Vin Diesel show up in a video game at all. I mean, he was it was pretty it was pretty dope in um, Chronicles of Riddick. Sure, Butcher that's Bay. that's that's, that's the Butcher one Bay. that's the one exception. Like like seeing him seeing him in these Arc Two trailers trips me out every single fucking time. And what he's he's in Arc Two. He's in Arc Survival Two. The dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Huh. That's bizarre. <laughs> playing uh, playing like Caveman Number One or whatever the fuck whatever the fuck you play as in that game. Bill Clinton in NBA Jam. Oh, okay. So yep. Fucking weird. Okay. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton in Ready to Rumble. There have been a there have been a couple there have been a couple that are just kind of that are just kind of weird. Apparently, Run the Jewels was in Gears of War four. <laughs> what? <laughs> Killer, Kill, Killer that, Mike was running around in fucking like that Gears of War power armor. Uh, oh God. shit! No wonder that dude loves guns. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Wasn't okay. John Snow in one of the Call of Duties? He was. He was. No, he, was, he, he, was. was he was the bad guy in Infinite friend. Warfare. Yeah. That's yeah. Strange. He was in that future one. And he was whack, dude. Like it was. <laughs> I, I did not like the game at all. Ugh. Uh, Film Wander asks with Warner Brothers Discovery bulldozing all content, does AEW die a merciful death next, next year? No, they're they're more than just their TV deal. Um, I'm pretty sure that even if uh that that group let them go um and didn't resign them to a TV contract, that they could easily find another network of similar stature as the Turner Networks to to broadcast on i don't i don't th- i don't think you would become like an impact situation where they're on like destination america wherever the fuck team channel <laughs> Im- impact is on at this point is impact still like this it does it, it does it actually does oh, yes shit. they do a lot of stuff with aew which is mostly uh impact going to aew and not the other way around typically <laughs> so oh, <laughs> it didn't surprise nobody <laughs> Cool. Uh, that's it for the post office. Don't forget that you too can submit questions to the Dense Pixels post office by going to densepixels.com slash fans, join the discard and uh, heading to the post office and just asking us whatever. That's right. Also, make sure you subscribe to the show as well as the other TNP studio shows wherever you download fine podcasts. Go to youtube.com slash dense pixels. Subscribe there as well. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch. We have the main channel, dense pixels, uh, twitch.tv slash dense pixels, rather. Um, I'm dense pixels Brad. Terrence is apparition 410. Carrie stuff. It's Carrie. Um, I have to say, this was a fucking delight. I have missed doing this with the three of us. <laughs> Because there's like you just get that special that special fucking dynamic uh, that I feel like we've missing for this long long ass time. Um, mm-hmm. Very fun. What a what a what a fun little little program today. Apparently, Ric Flair was in Command and Conquer Red Alert. Oh, he was. That's right. <laughs> but then, I mean, to be to be fair, everybody was in Command and Conquer Red Alert three. 
Oh, okay. This wasn't like this wasn't like a car shield thing. Oh like, no, 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 no. Uh, well, I mean, it's still it still might have been, but like if you recall, like Tim Curry was in that game. Jenny McCarthy was in that game. Oh, that's right. Fucking that's right. John Jonathan Price was in that. You like like they're like every every like character actor they could find. Yes, yes. What? Yes. Oh my. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons was in there. David Hasselhoff. Jenny McCarthy, Autumn. I don't know who that is. Greg Ellis, I don't know who that is. Wait, Greg Ellis. Yeah, Je- Gemma. I think Gemma Arterton was in it. Gina Carano, I think, was in was in uh, one of those Command and Conquer games, if, not, if I'm not mistaken. God. Yeah. So I I don't understand when they. I mean, I know we've already like like gone past this, but like he's playing a character. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. He's a player, you know. Just be, just be General Ric Flair. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in the Command and Conquer universe, that could even be believable, honestly. So <laughs> <Right? laughs> it's, it's not even a stretch. Gosh, oh, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when games like on PC, especially, would get like known actors that they could get on the cheap to do like that, like FMV stuff. Yes. Like like Mark Hamill was yeah. in like all the Wing Commander games and shit like that. <laughs> back in the day. What a what I, a, what I a also weird time it used to be. Go back to Tim Curry doing that one line from I guess I guess it's a fucking Command and Conquer. It's like Red Alert 2 or something like yeah. that. Where he's like, I I have to go to the one place where capitalism cannot touch. Space. <laughs> and then it, it, it just cuts. Oh my god. But goodness. like as he's delivering the line, you can tell he's losing it all. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like Tim Tim Curry seems tailor fit for that for those kind of roles. Like I I'm not surprised at all that Tim Curry did stuff like that because he's he he could be a ridiculous person. He he's done he did a lot of video games over the years, yeah. yeah. So of course, of course, George the guy was in it. <laughs> God, guys got to eat. Come on, like they, you can't just do Star Trek forever. Randy, Randy Couture, J.K. Simmons, Kelly, who? Yo, this is insane. You know, this is one game. Yes. Okay. Oh yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Peter Stormare. Yeah, mate, that that checks right. out. That yeah. checks out. Okay. Fucking love Peter Stormare. <laughs> and on that note. All right. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the Bye. next time. <laughs> <laughs>